thank you, loving Heavenly Father, again for thy sweet presence with us, to be able to magnify and glorify thy name for the great things that you've done in all of our lives. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being able to come again on Saturday night. And we pray in Jesus' name, you'll meet every need in this meeting. And we pray tonight, you'll bless the absent ones and every place where thy word is faithfully proclaimed. And again tonight, we pray through Jesus' name, you will do a new thing in all of our hearts. We can truthfully say that nothing satisfies us like the Spirit of thy, thy wonderful Holy Spirit. So move upon us again, Father, in Jesus' name, and give you all the praise and glory. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I feel that the wonderful Holy Spirit is moving even now, right at the commencement of this meeting. And first of all, I, I would like to give thanks for what God has done this last week. There certainly is a wonderful move of the Spirit. Lots of things we can't tell you about them all now, but they'll come to light eventually. Brothers and sisters, it is a new beginning. We are just starting on something wonderful, so we want to turn our faith loose Block out the world and forget all about that. Let's turn our eyes upon Jesus. Let's get filled with this wonderful spirit tonight. And while we're getting filled, that others may be filled. Just a word of testimony before we pray. We're keeping our eyes closed. A dear sister rung me up in desperation last Sunday night. And she says, Henry, my husband's been taken into hospital. And she said, I'm sorry. They've told me that there's no hope. I'm to expect the worst. Will you please pray? And she went off the phone crying. I wrote two brothers to pray for them and told knew him and asked them if they did pray and told God they wrote. She rung Paul Roberts as well. And brothers and sisters on Tuesday, she rung over to say, Henry, the miracle's happened. Doctor could say it himself, he says it had been a miracle performed in this man. We can't understand it, it's a miracle. The bleeding, what was bleeding, his stomach was bleeding internally, it had already stopped. He's still in hospital, and he needs your prayers to come for a complete recovery. And that's Paddy O'Neill, who was saved in one of our meetings around about 25 years ago when we walked off the platform and claimed him. And if he's saved, his wife's filled with the Spirit. And God has done a wonderful miracle. We'll give him all the praise and all the glory. Another lady wrote up. She said, I'm ringing up on behalf of another man. She said, this man, all he can do is a Salvation Army man and he's very, very sick indeed at Brixton near Nottingham and along Eton. And he said, all he can keep thinking about is about Henry, 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 Henry. That's what he said. So, so she got a lady to ring up to ask if we'd pray for him. Well, it really touched my heart. I went over to see that man, and thank God when we left, he was much better. God yeah. touched him again. But I tell you, brothers and sisters, there's a wonderful move of the Spirit. Yes. Yesterday morning, I was just getting got up. All at once, the telephone bell rang, and it says, Oh, Henry, we're just listening to one of the tapes. Oh, it's bless our souls. Glory, hallelujah, it's wonderful. 
and letters keep coming in, they can, and telephone keeps running from London, from Bristol, and different parts of the country saying, thank you, we know, so glad the glory is going ahead. And we ask our richest blessing upon you. And let us keep coming in. I've not brought them with me tonight, but there's such a lot. And it's just wonderful what God is doing. This is a new beginning, brothers and sisters. And your testimony, your singing, and that what you're putting out in this little place here, it's going worldwide, bringing deliverance to precious souls. God presenting Holy Ghost people to Holy Ghost people. There's a mighty, holy revival. Oh, hallelujah. In the midst of all the darkness, in the morgues of all the strike glory be to God something is happening in our midst and it's happening through your faithfulness sister and from you brother oh let's keep band together in a greater way than ever we've done before we're in something wonderful we're in something big it's for the people presenting the gospel to the people and setting the captives free praise his precious name hallelujah 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 before we pray, there's just another two brothers on my heart. I've got to pray for them. I've been asked to do. And that is Ray Obed is going through it at the moment. Bless him. He needs our prayers. A real man of God. And I've been especially asked to pray for Vic Ramsey. I don't know anything in any way whatsoever that is healed, but I do know it is our prayers. So we're going to pray for Ray Hubbard and Rick Ramsey that God, whatever the need is, he'll meet it in Jesus' name. And all these men who are leaders that need our prayers. And I tell you, I do, brother, and you need mine and I need yours. So let's pray one for the other. All these things that are happening at the moment, I find out that what is sadness and this strikes, it's sending the saints down on the knees. We're going to pray before God that God will just quicken us, that we might be drawn nearer to God. Oh, that we might know him and the power of his resurrection. Oh, without him we can do nothing, brothers and sisters. We do so need him tonight. So will you turn your faith loose tonight? Open up your heart to God and let the Holy Spirit move upon you. Now I'm going to ask Brother Fred to pray for Bray Hubbard and for pray for Vic Ramsey and anyone else who got, wants to feel led to pray for, to pray that God will undertake and that God will bless the 4,000 newsletters that's gone out, that they will bring a great revival, that many, many, many more who have been sad and lonely will be quickened again by the power of the Holy Spirit and receive that wonderful refreshing which you and I receive week by week. We have privileged brothers and sisters, the people that's writing to me, all oh, this and all for a drink of the spirit. A lady in Colwyn Bay, oh, it's so dead round here. We did have a wonderful time at Colwyn Bay, and now everything's so dead. Oh dear, oh dear, I, I, I do want some of the spirit. I'm 81 years of age, and I do want something. She says, I haven't got a cassette player, but I've only got a record player, but I'll see if I can buy one. I wrote back to her, you go out and buy one, and if you can't afford it, you tell me and we'll buy one. To help these dead need the spirit, brother. Another lady wrote to me, she says, Oh, Henry, she says, I'm so pleased to have the newsletter. She said, I had such tremendous blessings when we was in the Isle of Wight. And that's many, many years ago. All for another drink of the spirit. Amen. Another couple of ladies wrote and said, Oh, we have received it. We're so pleased to see there's a meeting at Clacton. Oh, praise the Lord. We too have two spastics. Can you do something about accommodating for us? We want to come to a glory meeting. 
and people keep writing in and ringing on the telephone. It's just wonderful, brothers and sisters. And let's stay with the Spirit. And this wonderful move of the Spirit, it started just in this place here now. It started in you and it started in me, brothers and sisters. So let's band together in love and unity. Let us not speak one against another, but unite as one body, one soul, one heart to set the captive free in the name of Jesus. Oh, sisters oh hallelujah shall we all come out of our seats stand around the frontier while brother Fred prays for them come on and anybody else who wants to need to pray you tell God about it now and God will be everybody come all of arms, arms right round one another and it's in you as much as me brothers and sisters and if you feel led to pray for people tonight you something special on your heart after Fred you pray Oh, let's bring the power down tonight and set the captives free in the name of Jesus. We all need something special tonight. I do, you do, we all do. Praise God. And ask God to bless them down in in Basildon tonight to give them a mighty quickening. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We thank you, blessed Lord, for that day when you breathed upon us and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, because in that moment in time we would make different to the rest of thy creation. We thank you, Lord, because we became living songs in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the moving of the Holy Ghost upon our hearts and upon our lives. We thank you for the drawing of this great Lord. We thank you for this mighty anointing that overflows us, Lord, and builds but oh God, tonight we believe as we come boldly before the throne of grace. We come in the name of Jesus. We ask in the name of Jesus. We worship in the name of Jesus. Oh, tonight, oh God, you've heard the cry of our hearts. Oh Lord, when we bring the brethren to thee, we ask, Lord, from this very moment, that of time, Lord, that there is such a moving of thy spirit among the brethren, Lord, that they'll never, ever be the same. Whoever can hear our voice now, we pray, oh God. 
and fill them with thy divine presence, we pray thee, O Jesus. All this such a need, Lord, we say, O God, through thy people, make great Britain, Britain great again. Oh, we come against the spirit of communism. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, raise us with standard against this evil thing, we pray thee. Give us wisdom, Lord. Give us love, give us determination, Lord. Telling Henry Staples, and I've been on with this for a few weeks, 
And I'll have such a blessing upon it. And the blessing one I've got is telling Henry Staples and he's telling you to hold the fort. I can't help it, brothers and sisters. I want the world to know, and real Holy Ghost, brothers and sisters, to know everyone who hears this tape. All the thought. For I am coming. Stand fast in the liberty when Christ has set you free. There's tremendous battles coming at us. Battles. We feel it coming on us in letters what come to us. Henry should be dead. Read Romans 6, 6. We don't always get bouquets they try to cast you down and you feel these things coming at you. When you get a real experience with God, you will be persecuted. They will fight to keep you down. I could never understand it, but Jesus had it. Paul had it. Peter had it. They even, they even, they even crucified Jesus for doing, doing things that was good. Everything that was right. But praise God! That is God that did it to the disciples. And now they're doing it to us. But what's the matter? We're in the victory side tonight, brothers and sisters. Oh, hold the fort, boys. What are we holding the fort for? For this wonderful thing as God's done on Fred's art and your art and your art and your art. We've received something wonderful. But if we've received a lot, we've a tremendous responsibility. I don't know how you feel sometimes, but it seems, seems to squish nearly all the life out of me at times. I thank God I've got a good wife. I do. I'm very grateful. I thank God I've got you, sister. You've got me. In the name of Jesus, let us band together as one army. And a lot of people can't understand us. Don't let us criticize. Don't let us judge them. Judge not, let you be judged. Let us pray for them. Pray for those who would despitefully use them. Bless them now, Lord. Oh, bless them now, Father, in the name of Jesus. I feel that God is wanting to make a mighty breakthrough. I felt it for some time now, and it's been driving me to my knees. We've seen a lot happen, brothers and sisters. But we've not seen the extent that God wants to do. And so much depends upon the few who have caught the vision. Men and women who are sold out to God. Oh God, tonight we've come again in Jesus' name. We say, thy will be done in every one of our lives here, Lord. Oh God, we pray that we shall be hid, the lonely see Jesus in each one of us. Oh Lord, we say thy will be done. And just bind up the brokenhearted now of lots of sweethearts and the loved ones, whoever they are, just bind them up now. Put your loving arms around about them in Jesus' name. Oh, just bless them, Lord. Our hearts go out to so many, but what can we do, Lord? We can't do much. We can only have faith in you. And we faith in you tonight, Lord. That's why we're asking you, in Jesus' name, bless them all. Just bless them all, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bring Connie Winfield to you now too, Lord. That accident she's had. In Jesus' name, stretch forth your hand to heal Connie, Lord. 
and bless Chris, Lord. And those who have gone to back to Bethia, just bless them now, Lord. We pray that what they received here last week, they will be showing it forth now, Lord, in that country. Just bless them, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we pray tonight that all our hearts will be melted and we shall become closer to Thee, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, just do that, Lord. Draw us all nearer to Thee. Oh, that we might know Thee and the power of Thy resurrection. Oh, Shanda Gabri and I. Oh, thank You, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we pray tonight that you put something new into all of our hearts that we shall hold the thought. We will not give way. We'll stand fast for this glorious liberty, this new life that you've brought us into. God, strengthen everyone here bodily tonight and spiritually in the name of Jesus. And bless every home represented here too, Lord. We pray that everyone who leaves here, Lord, will be different and they'll radiate this wonderful love, this wonderful compassion in the beautiful name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Shall we just put our hands upon one another, brothers and sisters, through the meeting and receive something new from God tonight? Oh, in Jesus' name, let us come into the inner courts tonight. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. We've never done it before in this place, brothers and sisters, but I feel led to do it now. I did this in Ireland once before, and the power of God came down. We've got to do something different. The country's in a desperate state. We must do something different. We must get nearer to God. He's blessed us. And the world needs to know what we have got. Hallelujah. This is the only answer, brothers and sisters. And I believe when a nation gets down on its knees again and acknowledges Almighty God and they start to pray, then we shall see a greater move from mighty signs following the preaching of the word. Shall we all for a few moments get down on our knees, everybody who can, and do it in this place, brothers and sisters? Shall we get on our knees before God and speak to every one of us in the name of Jesus? Every one. Oh, just a few moments. If you can't do it, it's all right, brothers and sisters, but just on your knees for God. Oh, you just pour your heart out now, sister. You pour your heart out, brother. There's loved ones which you may want in, and those who are sick in body. I believe the mighty power of God can so move for everyone in this meeting that He will change. He will change all these things when the enemy comes in like a flood. He says, "Raise a standard up against him." We're not having the devil take over. We've got an almighty God and we can do it and he'll do it through Holy Ghost believers. Oh, hallelujah. Will two or three just tell God briefly from your heart, brothers and sisters, just pray briefly to God. It doesn't matter if two or three do it together, it doesn't matter, but do something different tonight. Praise God, hallelujah. Come on, don't hesitate, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shall I go to the Lord? Oh, 
It sounds just like a word, but it means a lot, you know, because you're concerned about each other, because each other means something to you, and when the other is hurt, or someone is down, or someone is ill, it also hurts you, you know, and the Lord Jesus Christ puts something within your heart that makes you concerned about everyone, you know, Henry's speaking about standing firm, you know. And it's been coming to me for the last couple of months, standing firm and realizing what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in your life, you know. In a little simple workshop, I'll be sitting there, and I know if it wasn't for that workshop, and if it wasn't for the people of the Lord and Jesus Christ in their lives, you know, I wouldn't be a Christian today. And I realize more and more that I've got to keep praising Jesus for what I have, you know, and for what more He's going to do, you know. And I really love Him. Amen. Bless you, Tom. Hallelujah. Bless him. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Well, you know this. Praise uh, the Lord. Amen. Yes, we can thank God. But, you know, um, I feel, you know, in, in this industrial strife, and, and I'm one of the people that's in the midst of it, as it were, because of uh, working it for um, uh, the government or a public employee and belonging to a union known as NUPI. Uh, but you know, the thing is that it's not... Um, as I could see in the beginning when men was asking for a living wage that this is what men really were asking for. But you know, as it's gone on, you can see the subtleness of Satan in the fact that there's an evil force coming in to destroy this land of ours and it comes in and making us all sorts of promises 
and stand, saying that they're standing up for the everyday man to give him a better standard of living and everything like this. But you know what it actually is? It's a, the, a form of communism that's coming and wants to take over this land of ours. And you know it's where we need wisdom and guidance in the Holy Ghost in our everyday life, in our job and everything that we do because we must stand and be counted for God and be determined. You know I could see it the other week uh, that I was, the, the union was trying to get me to do certain things for them and I sat back and, and I, I just you know, sort of relaxed in the presence of the Holy Ghost and began to examine the whole situation and I could see that if, if I wasn't careful that the very thing that God set me free from would take me up and use me to usher in something that's evil and it's the Antichrist. And this is why today, you know, we can't sit back and fold our arms and just watch it happen. You know, I've said to a lot of our people and union members, I've said, look, the reason that we're seeing communism ushered in is not because of what the communists are doing, it's because of what you are not doing. It's because of what you are not... And you know, the look at you gone out and, and they can't understand it. And I said, look, the thing is that when there's these union meetings, the communists who are dedicated to a cause are there in every meeting. They give their time, the money, their effort. They never sit down watching television. They don't sit down watching books. They're never out drinking and all this. They're in every meeting because they're dedicated men and women dedicated to Antichrist and dedicated to a cause to bring down the governments of this land of Africa. The dedicated men and women. And you know, if that, if them people ever overtake this land of ours, you can never blame them, never blame a communist, never condemn him because he's a de dedicated man. And I've said to my own, the people that I work with, the reason that they're taking over is you're, because you're content to sit at home and watch your televisions and read your book. You never bother to get into a meeting and when, when, the, the, when the, the, the decision is taken as to whether you take strike action or not, that you people, you're not there. And so the communists put their hand up and say, yes, we vote for tri strike action. And there's only one man there who, who doesn't want strike action and so it is completely overruled. You know, the pacifists are sitting at home and watching this land of ours. But the first thing that communism does, it rules out all godliness. It'll take away our, our, uh, our freedom in the spirit. It'll take away our freedom of worship. It'll take away everything that we have. But you know, it's not only the pacifists or union members who are letting it take over. You can be a pacifist Christian and watch the wrong spirit take over. You know, I was only thinking tonight, you know, because I deal with, with death such a lot in my job, and we say to, to uh, you know, undertakers come into the hospital and they, they take a corpse away, and they're taking it to a chapel of rest. And I thought, you know, this land of ours is full of chapels of rest. That's right. It is. That's right. It's full That's of chapels right. of rest, yes. whether we like it or whether we, we don't. And you know, the people that are in them, there's nothing wrong with the people. The only thing is that they're dead. You, you, you can't feel anything against them or anything like that. But the, the, the whole honesty is, and you know, when you say it, people get quite uppity about it and say, oh, you shouldn't talk about people like that. Don't condemn them. It's not condemnation at all. It's just true. That this land of ours is full of chapels of rest. It's full of chapels of rest. And when we were, you know, when we was praying tonight, I saw 
just like in a vision, a load of monuments. Beautiful monuments. Yeah. Like you see in some of the Catholic churches and some of the bigger churches and, and, and the cathedrals. You see these marvellous Madonnas and, and statues of Christ and yeah. you see all sorts of monuments and, and, and such marvellous things. And as I was looking at these while we were praying and looking at them, I suddenly saw one that was broken down. And I suddenly realised that this is the ministry of the Spirit, is to break down the monuments that speak of death. You see, men have made monuments of a dead Christ. But the Spirit of God makes us monuments of a risen Christ. Jesus said... I am the resurrection and the life. Hallelujah. And the Spirit of God, when He moves in us, is deemed to make us monuments of a risen Christ, of a living God, that the Spirit of God might break down the beautiful monument, as beautiful as they might be, as lovely as people might be, as wonderful as the worship and all the great swelling words and in the prayers and how lovely they be. The, the moving of the Spirit is determined to break down such monuments. Listen, Jesus said that the Holy Ghost would testify of him. And by golly, you know what he's going to do. He's going to glorify Jesus. And I'll say it again, by hook or by crook, the Holy Ghost is going to glorify him. And if God can't move in us, as he wants to do, and to make us living monuments unto a risen Christ, that we might shine forth for him, then nothing will be done in us. Because the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead and is able to raise you and quicken you, brother and sister, the same spirit is powerful enough to break down the monument that is, is portraying a dead Christ. In other words, that same spirit can break you if you're portraying a dead Christ. But the same Spirit, if He dwells within you, if He lives within you, He will portray a risen Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this is all we want. For the second Adam, the second Adam shall be a quickening Spirit. Hallelujah. And if the same Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelling you, He shall quicken your mortal bodies. Hallelujah. He will quicken... Whether you say amen or not, he will quicken your mortal body. He will quicken your mortal body that we might portray a risen Christ. And I'll tell you what, it's not all nice. It's not all nice. And the things that we sometimes have to say and do are not all nice. And very often they hurt within the decisions that you have to make. Sometimes the decisions against people you love. They, they really hurt inside. But the Spirit of God is determined that in you and I, He'll do one thing and one thing only, and this is to uplift Jesus. You know that men and women might find through our lives a risen Christ, that they might find Jesus. And this is what the glory is all about. You know, and without condemning any denomination, I was only thinking tonight... How wonderful it was. And how I thank God for the day when just one man came to visit me. Yes. And that was David Willis. David Willis. I, you know, I was thinking, I, I'm just thankful for that moment when he came into our house when we lived at 74 Cornlands Road in York. 
because I'd got into such a state in my life where I was worshipping God, I loved the Lord, I was thankful for my salvation, but I knew there was something more and I couldn't find anybody who could tell me what it was. I just couldn't find anybody and I knew there was something more. I knew that there was something more than just sitting in a vast congregation and listening to the vicar every week just yeah. preaching and pre he preached some lovely sermon but I knew there was something more and I didn't know what it was or how to get hold of it. But you know there was this longing was going on and we had conventions and there was marvellous and we had extra special meetings where we sang the choruses you know more than twice and, and things like this but you know there was something happening inside me. I just knew. I just knew there was something and I didn't know what it was. But all oh, there was a cry going on with me. And I, I, I remember going home. And I can remember this brother. He, he's dead now. And God to glory. But I remember talking to him. And I, I said, you know. I don't know how you feel, brother. And this was outside my head. I don't know how you feel. But what we heard in that meeting tonight. Is not going to meet the needs of men and women today. It's not going to bring about a revival. It was a lovely meeting. Everybody stood up and sang with, with all the heart. But I said, it's not going. I could feel that it wasn't. And you know, that just a few days after that was when David Willis came round to our house with a wonderful smile on his face. He said, Fred, something new has happened in my life. You know what had happened? He'd been born again again. Yes. Yes. He'd been born again again. And you know all he had to do was to leave me some glory news. That's all he did. He just left us some glory news. Some old ones. Right back. I don't know how many he didn't leave with us. And then he went away. And we began to read these faith and, and we couldn't put them down, could we do it? We, re we read them, we, re we read what Connie had to say, we read what Henry had to say, we read what Bob Nichols had to say, we read what people had to say, and all of a sudden it began to quicken something, you know. It, it, it was like all of a sudden that something in it was breaking into a trot. <laughs> was going, I was getting excited and I could feel something was happening in me. I was becoming alive again, you see. The same spirit that was dwelling in me was becoming alive again. Again, the, the testimonies, the word of testimony was setting me free that people were saying that they'd been bound and, and I could identify myself with them brothers and sisters. It was becoming alive in me again. I was beginning to get excited. I could see that this was a joy of my salvation coming back again and I was, I was all thrilled about it and excited about it and I wanted to live in that realm of excitement because this is what it's all about. Not that we, we want to... Uh, try and find a, a place in our life where there's no trials and no difficulties. We want a place in our lives where God just changes our whole attitude towards the, the trials and difficulties. If the trials come, if the difficulties come, if the hardships come, I want my spirit to say Amen, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Lord, if you find fit to put me in this situation today, then, then praise the Lord, Hallelujah. And, and I want my spirit... I want my spirit to say amen to it. But you know, praise the Lord. I thank God for that moving of the spirit that began in me. And brothers and sisters, if it's not somebody I'm speaking to in the room tonight, it's probably somebody who's going to listen to the tape. If you need a real quickening in your soul tonight, if you, can, if you are dwelling in a chapel of rest, if you're dwelling in a chapel of rest, where the people round about you might be wonderful, but brother and sister, I want to say this, that if you feel 
that there's something more. And if you feel that you want again your spirit to be restored and the joy of your salvation, then begin to worship wonderful. But brother and sister, I want to say this, that if you feel that there's something more, and if you feel that you want again your spirit to be restored and the joy of your salvation, then begin to worship God in spirit and in reality. To yield, you know, just one man yielded to the Spirit to give himself over and to confess in his heart that he's bound up and he cries out to God, Lord, set me free. The same Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead, if he dwells in you, brother, if he dwells in you, sister, he'll set you gloriously free. Hallelujah. And you'll never, ever be the same again. So God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. Just let the Spirit of God set you free. All I want to say is, be honest. Be honest with God. Just take an inward look tonight. Have a look at the joy of your salvation. And yield yourself afresh to the Spirit of God. Because this land of ours needs men and women. Not men who are up today and down to not tomorrow. Not men who are out and in and out like that. But men and women who are dedicated unto God. Who really love Jesus. And know that God has set them free from a life of sin and sorrow. And determined to press on with Him. Because tonight I might say it to you. But only God knows the purpose and the intent of my heart. But there's only one thing. I really, 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 really want to see is men and women set free from the sin, set free from religion and worshipping God with me on this platform. This is all I want. I'm satisfied. I'm fully satisfied with Jesus tonight. But my heart's desire and my heart's cry is, Oh Lord, just make me a channel of blessing that somebody through me might come to find Jesus. This is what it's all about. We've said to, to, to we sang tonight, forget about yourself. How much time we spend worrying about yourself, thinking where I stand, thinking what God is doing with me, and not worrying about the man next door. But oh God, make me a channel of blessing today. Make me a channel of blessing, Amen. I pray. And this is my heart's desire tonight. And I say this to you, whoever you are, and I say it in the presence of a holy God, that this is my heart's desire tonight, that God might take me, that I might forget about myself and worship God, that others might come to know Jesus. I don't want to dwell in a chapel of rest. I want to worship among a people who are on fire for God. A chapel of rest is for a place for the dead. But you know, there's no fellowship between the dead and the living. Let the dead bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. But we are well in the land of the living. God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you. There's no doubt about it, brothers and sisters. Every word he says is true, isn't it? I know that the communism are trying to take us over. And I'll tell you, something's been burning in my soul of late. The oppressions that's trying to hold this down. But we know that this thing's real and it works. Wonders all oh, glory be to God. So let's stand, brothers and sisters, we never stood before. And there's one hymn that's been blessing my soul. I just sung one verse the other week. And it's the old fashion hymn. And it's in number 13 in the chorus book. And I want everybody to sing it. But there's a message here. Onward Christian soldiers, 
marching us to war. We're in war, brothers and sisters. We're in a war. Bless the Lord. And reward. Look at unto Jesus who has gone before. Christ the royal master leads against the foe, forward into battle. Oh, hallelujah. See his banners go. At the name of Jesus, Satan's altar flee. On then, Christian soldiers, on to victory. Amen. Listen, hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift your voices. Lord, your hands are raised. There's power in it, sister. There's power. Notice the words particularly. Open your mouths and sing to the glory of God. And let us stand as we've never stood before. And get filled with this mighty spirit. And then people will take knowledge of you have been with Jesus. Amen. We will stand up and be counted. We will stand up and yes, be counted. This is our day. If we don't do it now, we shall not have chance before long. But now's the time to stand, brothers and sisters. Shall we all stand then and sing it? I'm a Christian soldier.
Jesus said, Amen. value the gift of the Holy Ghost more than ever in any time of my life. You know, Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. And if ever the saints of God need that comforter, it's today. You know, without him, we can do nothing and we are nothing. But he said, I will take other things of God and he will show them unto you. And I thank God for every time that he showed me things of heaven. Without the Holy Ghost, we would be nothing. We would be cold and indifferent. And you know, if ever there's a time we need the Lord, we surely need him today. Now you and I are human, and we feel that his spirit that is in the world that comes up against us. We're cast down, but we're not deserted. I thank God for that. And we get depressions. When all things seem against me to drive me to despair, I know one door is open. One ear will hear my prayer. But what I want to say to you, if you're feeling now like you do in this day, what do you think it'll be like on this earth when the saints of God and all, all influence of the Holy Ghost has left it? Yes. Now, what do you think it'll be like? It'll be worse than hell upon earth. And I thank God that today that he can use us and you know, it's the enemy's job to close our lips from praising him and forgetting right through. You know what I mean when I say right through. Where the Spirit of God has free course. If ever there's a day when the saints of God need the comforter, it's today. It's true, you know. If it's every day when you feel you want that touch and when he draws near, you, you know, you feel, you feel such a love floods your soul. Such a fire floods your soul. Such a warmness floods your soul. And you feel that the very, you're in, the, in very heaven itself. And I thank God that he's given us this access by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank God uh, for the times when he's drawn near to me and he's drawn near to you. You know, the only person I believe that can shut you out is yourself more or less. You know, you can have other people build barriers up. You can build barriers up yourself. You know, Jesus said that we had to overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. And you know, to me, if I can overcome myself and overcome the things that's injuring me, getting through to God, then I feel a victory in my soul. It's a big thing when I said to Henry something uh, today. I says, well, Thank God I'm overcoming uh, myself. Amen. I'm overcoming myself. Amen. 
I was getting through myself. You know, Jesus said he had to set his face as flint. And you know, I'm persuaded in these last days that we've literally sort of got to uh, put our feet apart and stand the ground and set our face as flint to go towards Jerusalem. It's not an easy slap-happy way. It's not, it's not a, a light thing. The gospel is very real and the things of God are very real and it's up to us to, to, to seek the Lord for ourselves, to, to work out our salvation. Uh, what are we adding? What are we overcoming? What are, are we doing? You know, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm so very conscious of spirits. I'm very conscious of people, uh, uh, of where they are in God. God gives us this discernment that we might know how to pray. And you know, when you, you, you feel such an ache and such an heaviness when, when people are, are, are not getting their, what shall I say, portion in God. They're not getting their release in God. You know, um, the, 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 uh, the world knows not of the things that you and I know. Jesus says, the world hated me and it will hate you. And the things that of the flesh that are carnal, they are carnal. And they can't give you of the things of the Spirit. Because only the Holy Ghost can help us to taste of the things that he's bought for us. And this is why we have to take our stands and battle through for, for, for to keep this blessing alive in our souls. I thank God that he, he brings me alive. It makes, uh, it makes me feel, and without him, I don't feel. We can't feel without him, because we're alive in him. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall quicken, uh, uh, as, as Fred says, shall quicken your mortal bodies. That means it will make alive. It will make alive. And you know, uh, it doesn't matter how far we've gone on, there are times when you literally feel dead again. You do, you die again. But thank God that there's power in, in, in the risen Christ. There's power in the Holy Ghost. And I thank God that there isn't... You know, I said, to Henry the, the, I said to Henry the other day, do you know, I says, when you listen to all this news and you feel all these things around you, I says, you know, I says, you would think that Jesus Christ has no power at all. But he says, all power is given unto him over every power of the enemy. All power is given unto him over every power of the enemy. And I'm believing that. You know, it's what we believe that matters. Not so much what you say, it's what we believe. And I thank God I believe in a risen Christ. We might go through it, but he'll have us in the end. Hallelujah. You know, it says, uh, it says in one scripture uh, somewhere that even if our heart condemn us, and, and you know, we do go through this, this phrase of condemnation in our own hearts. I don't know about you, but I do. You get this phrase of condemnation. Everything seems to be condemning you. But he says, God is greater than our hearts. 
God is greater than our hearts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, we need, we, need, uh, uh, um, we need the word of God coming by the Spirit to counteract all the negativeness of the enemy. Because he's so practiced, after 6,000 years, he's so practiced, he's so subtle, he tries every way to move us. But you know, I must work out my salvation. Amen. I'm responsible for my salvation before God. And you know, Paul says it's a precious salvation. It's a work of the enemy to belittle what God has given you. It's the work of the enemy to make you pull it out. Well, there's nothing in it. And it makes you, it, it brings all these thoughts into you. That's why we need to gather together for fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Uh, 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 Jesus said to Peter, when thou art converted, Peter, strengthen the brethren. When thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. This is discipleships. We have a duty to one another to strengthen the brethren. I might be strengthening somebody over there, and you might be strengthening somebody over there, but we need that strengthening of one another. We need to touch one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I thank God that when he said, I will not leave you orphans, but I will come unto you. And I thank God that I'm not orphaned. He might make you feel that you're alone in the world. It might make you feel that you're alone in the world. And you know, there's so many, as we read these letters, there's so many hungry souls who, who, who are lonely. But thank God that there is, the, there is the positiveness in the word of God. I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you alone. But I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I thank God he will. If you stand on these things, you know, you feel strength coming into your soul. You see, it's the enemy's job to point the negative side, the negative side. And as you listen to, to, to the news, news of the world, shall I say, it is news of the world. Well, let's listen to some um, news of glory. And this is our salvation, is the news from heaven. Hallelujah. I will take... I will take of the things of my Father. He will take. The Holy Ghost will take. Jesus Christ uh, had finished his ministry on the earth and now it's a ministry of the Holy Ghost and he has access to everybody at once. Amen. Everybody at once. Glory to God. You see, Jesus was limited. He had no televisions, he had no radios, he had no loudspeakers. He could just minister to, to that present multitude. But thank God, he says, if I go away, he says, greater things shall you do. And, and greater, and more people will hear. And I thank God that his ministry through the Spirit, and you know, it takes faith to believe. He says, only believe. You know, I belittle myself sometimes. Times, and I, I, I upbraid myself. I say, oh, you of little faith. He says, Lord, increase our faith. The disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. Why can't we do this, Lord? Why can't we do that? And he upbraided them for their unbelief. May God, may God give us 
a believing heart. Hallelujah. It didn't tell you to believe in your brother or your sister. If, if they are a great saint, it says, believe in God. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Let me strengthen your faith. Let me, as it were, uh, tell you to get old with two hands. Hold fast that which you have. Because the enemy is so subtle, he'll take your salvation, he'll take everything you've got, and he'll stamp on it, and in the end he'll laugh. He'll laugh. Now, so I told you so. But hold fast. Please hold fast. For these are the days when... Thank God we're conscious of his presence. Thank God for the blessings of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for his strengthening. Thank God. But we're also sensitive to that other spirit, that antichrist spirit, said Peter, which is already in the world. And he's taken over. And it seems to me that three quarters of the earth has been taken over and they're going like sheep. They're going like goats. They're just following, wandering after this spirit. But woe betide us if we wander after that spirit when we have the great Holy Ghost Spirit of God to, to draw on, to draw on for ourselves. Hallelujah. Let's encourage one another. Oh, brothers and sisters, whatever it is, let it go and die for God. It's your salvation. If ever there's a time we need the Lord, you know, brother and sister, the day is so near because, uh, you know, this dispensation we're living in, uh, Jesus said that when he was at the doors, he says it would be a day of perplexity. And if ever there's a day of perplexity, it's today. Everybody's perplexed and they can't find a way out. They can't. You see, it, God says he would honour that nation that honoured him. And fast as time can take it, uh, the religious church has been, has been is blinded uh, and, uh, and, and they're not honouring God. This nation of ours that's been a Christian nation for generations and God honoured this nation and prospered this nation because they honoured God. But more and more people are, are, have unbelief in their hearts. Oh, do you know, I said to Henry, I think that it's time that we had some days of fasting. I do. I, I really believe that from my heart. And I, for one, at least, I mean the least of us, could at least fast for 12 hours. You know, Wesley used to have three days uh, a week fasting. And praying, and if ever the day, and Jesus says, when I go away, then they shall fast and pray. They had no need to fast while the bridegroom was with them, but now he is away. But thank God he's coming again. And you know, I'm one that has proved that there's been more done through fasting and more prayers answered. I've seen more prayers and more barriers moved by fasting than, than any words could do, because that, that fast 
is a prayer in itself. That 12 hours of uh, abstaining from, uh, from food and, uh, and everything else and just, just seeking God and walking about and lifting your heart to God as you walk about. You can fast as you work. You can fast at any time. But at least uh, the least of us could fast just 12 hours. And do you know, I believe that, 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 that God will move in a greater way. God bless you. to you it isn't a pat on the back but it's from God himself 
And when you start to receive from God himself by the Holy Spirit and stand on your two feet, life begins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Challenge the enemy. Tell him he's a liar. Tell him he's a liar. Tell him there is a joy of the Lord. And it is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. He also says, harden not your hearts. Because if they fell in the wilderness, how much more shall we fall if we harden our hearts against God and the Holy Spirit? There's no more hope for us. Paul says so. He says, there's no more hope for you. May God keep me from ever hardening my heart towards the saints of God and Jesus Christ because we stand in fear of our lives. We'll stand for righteousness as we see it by the power of the Holy Ghost. But may God help us never to compromise with our testimony. Do you know, I've I've wept my soul out. I've seen people delivered and in the blessing of God. And then I've, I've heard them stand and deny the very testimony that God's given them. And I've wept because I know that they're a lost soul. Whatever else you lose, brother or sister, don't lose your testimony in God because it's your salvation, not only now, but for all eternity. Yes, amen. Fear not him that can destroy the body, but rather fear him that can destroy body and soul and cast it into hell. And believe me, if ever the enemy is doing that today, he's doing that with believers that are falling away. And they're falling away. Oh, my God, help us to take these things to heart. And may we, may we uh, as it were, battle through. Challenge God. Challenge the enemy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Bless the Lord. Always lovely. Bless him. As we were singing that, we're on the victory side. Really throws your soul, you know. And I, I thought, how wonderful. It's not just in a meeting. We're not just on the victory side here where we're all gathered together. You know, um, was it last week, a week before? Uh, I had a wonderful experience. Um, well, I, I, felt, I felt daft for doing something for God. I did. Uh, we we'd got some friends going to come from York. And uh, they phoned up. Um, sister phoned up in the morning and she says, um, not coming, feeling, I says, you know, you got the flu or anything, no, I'm feeling depressed and uh, I'd, I'm just going out for counselling and, well, we're not coming, so I says, oh, well, you know, I'll pray for you and it's sort of, so impersonal, you know, I felt will not giving anything and, and I put the phone down and I went back and I was ironing away and all of a sudden I thought, I phoned her up and tell her Jesus loves her. I thought, no, you silly Anne, she's, she's going out anyway, she'll be gone out. No, I phoned her up and there I was arguing with myself and I thought, well, I can phone her up, if she's gone, she's gone, that's it. So I, f- I phoned up and I says, uh, you know, it's Faith again, so I says, uh, I, I just wanted to tell you Jesus loved you. And I was really fully, I felt he loved her so much, you know, and I poured it all out in the phone, and I was speaking in tongues, and I was, you know, going along, and she <laughs> said, and she says, thank you. 
thank you. It's just what this man keeps telling me every day. And, do you know, when I thought, ooh, it's, it's, it's gone nowhere, you know. And I kept saying, Brie loves you, loves you, loves you, you know. It does love you, does love you, and he understands and he loves you. And she says, that's what he keeps telling me. I said, well, believe it, take it in, he does, he loves yeah, you. Yeah. And put the phone down and I thought, as I went back to me hiding, I thought, well, that didn't go anywhere. That, I might as well not have phoned her up. Then I thought, you know, I thought, I'm, I bet she thought it was a fool. It just thought, thank you. You know, I thought, uh, and I thought to myself, you know, it hadn't gone anywhere. And then I thought, well, I've done what God wanted me to do. I've done what God wanted me to do. And I started praising the Lord. And all of a sudden, I started laughing. And I fell on the chair at the back, and I was laughing. And we've got a, a new little pup, you know. Well, I think he thought he'd gone down. He started barking. Yeah. Uh, he was jumping up, barking, and I kept saying, it's all right, shut, laughing away. <laughs> but, you know, it's wonderful. Our God does move, you know. And I thought, well, if I did it, God does love her. You know, and if I did it in, in the sprint, I did what he wanted me to do, then it'll do, it'll do the work. And if everybody keeps telling her that God loves her, well, it's bound to get through sometime, isn't it? It's bound to get through sometime if it's not straight away. But, you know, it's wonderful how we can be on the victory side always because this same Jesus is not just in the meeting, is he? He's in here. Bless his lovely name. Praise the Lord. Well, I had quite an experience um, just over a week ago. Bless the Lord. Um, I've come up against these day-to-day -day problems that, um, you know, that it's happening in the country at large now. Bless the Lord. And it's affected me one way or another. And, you know, um, um, a week last Monday, uh, Rose and I, uh, we went into town. And I said, well, while we're in town... I says, we'll, we'll pop into some of the ministries, you know, the ministry, the job centre and the uh, social security wow. and the unemployment, you know. And so we were travelling round and after about three hours, I thought, well, we're just getting nowhere. Uh, I mean, we're going in circles somehow and uh, we're not accomplishing anything. And uh, so, um, and I'd previously... Uh, I had a little bit of an interview with a lady. I'd uh, been after one or two jobs, and uh, I seemed to come up against a closed door somehow. And uh, this particular morning, this lady bluntly refused uh, to give me um, a car to go and find another job. And so, um, about dinner time, I said, well, we'll go into the job centre again. And so I thought, well, I'll try and square this lady up somehow you know I got a bit of determination in me you know and so I went to the up to the upper room this time <laughs> and uh, there's a lady sat there she looked ever so nice and so I said uh, she says can I help you and I said uh, yes uh, I said I'm getting a little bit frustrated with you people I says because I'm, I'm coming up against a brick wall with you I says, I'm after a job, and I want a job. I'm willing to work. I says, I'm going to be out of work in a bit, and I want somewhere where I can go and um, find some work. Well, we started to talk about it, and uh, she asked me my age, and I said, well, I'm 58. And she says, my, my, oh. 
She said, oh, you are going to have problems. <laughs> and I just looked through and I thought, a Job's comforter here. <laughs> and she says, uh, we've got numerous men like you. She says, you can you start at 50, you know, and nobody wants you. And I thought, oh, no, there's somebody can alter this situation and it's not you. So I said, well, the Lord, I said, well, bless you and, and thank you for your good advice. And that, no, I said, uh, I'm off home, you know. So I went home and I thought, well, the best thing to do is to see what God's got to say about it. And, you know, and uh, I, I'm going to take you into Job just for a, a couple of minutes, you know. <laughs> he had plenty of comforters, didn't he? And you know, there was a scripture that he said that tried to fasten itself onto me, and I wasn't going to have it. And this is the scripture that, uh, you know, that, uh, that Job. You know, they, they sat on the ground, didn't they, seven days, and then neither uttered a word one to another. It must have been a terrible job with them. And he says. For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like water. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. And you know, we can get into that place where we begin to fear. We've got a negative attitude to all these things. And uh, we're looking on the black dark side, but we've forgot about the God of all problems. It's greater than all our problems. Hallelujah. And you know, I've, I've got a little card and Paddy O'Neill sent it me. And it says, God is greater than all your problems. And I've got it stuck on top of the radio. And I said, well, Lord, it's you. Bless the Lord. Uh, you know. <laughs> and you know, I... And I thought, well, you know, I looked in Job, and I remembered a, a, a word that Con once gave, and, and this was it. It says, hast thou not poured me out as milk and curdled me like sheep? <laughs> and I thought, well, we're, we're really getting mixed up here, you know. <laughs> I've never forgot what she said, but, but praise the Lord, you know. I thought, well, Lord, there's something here for me. And, you know, I just happened to look in chapter 11. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord. I thank God for the Holy Ghost tonight. I thank God for the security that's in him. Hallelujah. I thank God when he turns your darkness into light and your sadness into joy. Hallelujah. Your bondage into liberty. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen. For vain man would be wise. And that's what that woman tried to be. Though man be born like a wild ass's colt. If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thy hands towards him. If iniquity be in thine hand, put it far away. And let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For thou shalt... 
For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shall not fear. Because thou shalt forget thy misery and remember it as waters that pass away. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thou shalt forget thy misery. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. And remember it as waters that's passed away. And once they've passed your, you know, you've got, they've gone. They've gone forever. They've gone. Praise the Lord. But the most astounding thing was, uh, you know, the next verse. And thine age shall be clearer than the noonday. <laughs> I thought, where is she now in a 58? <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? Hey? You never grow old this way. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Listen, and thine age shall be clearer than the noonday. Thou shalt shine forth, and thou shalt be as the morning. As young as ever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. And thou shalt be secure, because there is hope. Yea, thou shalt dig about thee. <laughs> and thou shalt take thy rest in safety. <laughs> Chapman, I thought, what more do you want than that? <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, also thou shalt lie down, and none shall make thee afraid. Yea, many shall make suit unto thee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. And you know, I, I thank God for that. It just quickened me. And bless the Lord, you know. And I thought, well, praise the Lord. There's victory. Hallelujah. There's victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What God spoke 2,000 years ago, hallelujah, is the same today. And it come to me like lightning. My word is not only quick and powerful, but it says my word is spirit and life. Hallelujah. It's a living reality. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, it gets exciting. Let's listen. <laughs> listen. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So that we may boldly say, glory to God, hallelujah. Not that what Job said, the thing that I feared most is come upon me. Glory to God, you know, I went up onto cloud nine and I says to Rose, oh, ain't it lovely? Glory to God. You know, and I says, we make boldly say, hallelujah. And it's taking all of the word of God, hallelujah. Glory to God. And it becomes alive and a quickening word. Praise him, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Talk about getting old. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? And it become the very opposite. That woman was sincere in what she said. Boy, she says, oh dear. When I said I'm 58, she says, oh, you're going to have problems. <laughs> but praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
The light is come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And God is opposite to human nature. I was taught that when I was first saved. Hallelujah. And God orders nothing but his word. Hallelujah. And you can uh, stake everything, your life, everything on the promises of God. That we may boldly say, I'm secure and held, hallelujah, in the horror of his hand, hallelujah, glory to God. Just a quick one from Rita, come on darling, it's no nice having with us. Well, I can only say amen to everything being said here tonight, you know. We see all the strife and horrors of the world, but we've got Jesus. And you can stand fast in that rock that's the real, well, it's everything. And I can just thank him and praise him tonight, how he's kept me for coming up for four years now. And uh, it doesn't pay to look back to the time before that because there was nothing. But now you have everything and just go on day by day with him and love him and praise him and glorify his name. Praise God. That was wonderful, Rita. Bless you. There's still more, but the time has gone. It's about 10 o'clock now, brothers and sisters. But one thought I would like just to pass on one thing. I have a tremendous blessing upon the Psalms of late, and I want to encourage you to pick up the word more and read, and you'll find it'll strengthen you. At these times, if ever we need it, it's that strength. And we can get it particularly from the Psalms. I've been amazed how it fits me. Connell says it's something in the Psalms suit everybody. There's no doubt it absolutely fits me, absolutely. And I think it'll find fit your position. Whatever state you are in, it'll fit it. Praise the Lord. So we do thank God for the wonderful blessing, every one of you. Now, I-